Who we are is what we do when we allow joy into our lives, not when we are terrified of what we could experience. Hey you, you're listening to Not Yet, the podcast about our relationships and how they're the keys to our self-discovery. I'm your host, Paige Polk. I'm a community builder and Emmy award-winning digital media artist, channeling the powers of introspection. You're in the right place if you're mindful about the world you create and believe it's possible for us all to belong. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's start the show. Hello, welcome back or for the first time to the Not Yet podcast. This project is about healing, it is about love, and it is about ultimately self-knowing because when you know yourself or you're getting to know yourself, you can show up as a kinder, more authentic, more compassionate, more generous human to the rest of life and living way out there. So thank you for showing up for yourself today and This episode is extra special because we're diving into the big why of not yet. So if you've been following us for a while, you know, we actually started back in 2018 as a queer and POC focused event series in New York City. Uh, I started it in grad school and used it as a creative outlet because I loved community. I loved getting with folks and just talking about life. And I was also going through my own healing journey. So it seemed like a a natural course of events. But like many things that seem like a natural course of events, it was also something that I very deeply needed for myself. And I didn't even know that I needed it. And it's been a beautiful experience seeing the way that this project has touched you all and seeing the way that it's grown and transitioned over time because the time of this recording, it's the end of 2021. And let's just look back. (laughs) These last few years have been a little crazy, uh, you know, from here in the States, transitioning from a really crazy presidential experience into a, well, still kind of weird presidential experience, but, you know, not as openly fascist, and into a global pandemic that has shifted the way that we experience life, experience each other, experience ourselves, And the world is really going through a huge awakening, uh, a reckoning, if you will, of what we will and will not stand for, about what does and does not work for our minds and our bodies and our souls. And, you know, need is really creating new opportunities and new ways of, of living for us. And I am so thrilled I'm so thrilled to be here and alive in this time where there's so much creative energy, where there's so much opportunity, where there's so much transition and hope. And I think that you are too, otherwise you wouldn't be here (laughs) right now. And as we move, and by we, I mean the not yet team into the next chapter of what we're building here, it really is 
catapulting on top of that legacy of healing, we have officially launched the Not Yet Digital Community. And my heart is so full saying that we've been putting a lot of work into making this the most streamlined and beautiful and inspiring place on the internet that exists. And I think you're going to feel similarly when you check it out. This project is definitely building off of our history of events and workshops, but what we really wanted to do is translate the healing power that we put together when we meet in person into something that is consistent and accessible online, Um, especially, you know, during the pandemic. We realized that the way that we show up for ourselves and our families, whether that is literally commuting to work every day or thinking about the way that we treat our environment, we had to do a lot of evaluation and we're doing things a little bit differently now. And what I know has been really helpful for me is having a space where I can go to routinely, where I have people that are supporting me in my spiritual journey, that know that this world can be bigger and better, and don't let the current reality hold them back from dreaming. And I want to create an environment where other people can feel that inspiration. The Not Yet Digital community is really about giving a space for artists and entrepreneurs to dream about what this world could be and not really what this world could be, but what this world already is and what we need to reveal it is. That may seem a little bit abstract, right? I do live in the clouds. I have a tendency to get a little airy, but to bring it down, I want to talk to you all about what this project really does mean to me. I've experienced depression and anxiety for most of my life. I mean, I really, I can't even remember a time where I don't, where I didn't. (laughs) I have one really strong memory of me being maybe four or five. And I was outside of an IHOP with my family and my immediate family and my extended family. And we had just gotten together over pancakes. I ate a Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity. This is not an ad. This is just a very strong (laughs) memory. And I was wearing overalls and a bright pink shirt. And I was just happy. I was happy. And I was surrounded by all the people that I loved and I felt so needed and I felt so valued and inherently worthy of being on this earth and beautiful. And that is the last strong memory I have of my childhood and and young adulthood that feels so viscerally whole. And this isn't to say that I lived a (laughs) horrendous life. On the contrary, I was surrounded by a lot of love. I was surrounded by a beautiful family that cared for me. I was surrounded by a lot of opportunities when it came to my school. I went to private school for most of my life. Uh, I lived in many places around the world and on paper, it really did look like my life was perfect. And that reality was crushing of, you know, very much Britney Spears 
isn't she lovely, this Hollywood girl? Uh, and I know that I'm not the only person on this earth that has experienced that really deep and profound sadness and an almost physical, not even almost like very, very seriously physical pain of feeling as if you're not worthy or you don't belong. I grew up a crier. I have grown up, still am a crier, but when I was younger, I would cry all of the time. In school, um, someone would say something that didn't sit right with me and I would just burst into tears. Or I would see someone who was a friend going through something hard. I would burst into tears. My mom would leave me to go to work from school, burst into tears. Any sort of large transition, just like Wow, waterworks. And it got to a point where my teachers and my family just did not know what to do with me. And in hindsight, I know that I'm just a really energetically sensitive person. And as a kid, I didn't even know how to differentiate between what energy was mine and what energy was from the world outside of me. And so the tears were a release. But uh, I... I also don't think a lot of people around me understood what was going on. And so uh, I remember in sixth grade, I had a teacher of mine at the end of the year, they would give out awards for, you know, most improved in certain aspects of, of school, whether it is behaviorally or someone really worked hard and they got their grades up just as sort of a celebration. And, uh, (laughs) she gave me an award for most improved personality because I stopped crying. And at the time, I really did take that as a win, as a personal win. Like, yes, I finally conquered my emotions. And when I look back, I know that that actually deserved a very serious period of mourning because I had not conquered anything. If anything, I had crushed my soul. I had successfully smothered the life out of my joy. I had smothered the life out of my feeling, out of my sensitivity, because when you can't experience sadness or you can't experience release or you can't experience Uh, you know, any of these challenging emotions that are really just information too, you also limit your capacity for joy and for expansion and for connection. I had muted myself. And ever since I have been in a journey of cracking open the shell that I had built around myself to protect myself, to make myself believe that I, um, you know, belonged if, if I would make myself smaller or different. And that sounds super emo and it's also the truth. And I know that I'm not the only person who's had to do this in order to live in these structures that we've built and these systems that we've built. When people say capitalism kills It's because it does, because it contorts us or convinces us that we need to contort ourselves um, in order to be worthy, in order to have connection, in order to belong. And 
that is so not true. It's not true. And I have been on a journey of realizing the truth of my own power, uh, the truth of my connection with this world, and also getting to know other people who are on that journey too and realizing it in their own ways. I fundamentally believe, fundamentally believe that every single life on this planet is here to fulfill their purpose. And everyone's purpose is different and special and unique. Maybe you are an astrophysicist and you are meant to discover the stars and the way that the stars around us impact the world that we have here on earth. Maybe you are a talented visual artist and the way that you paint the world helps awaken people out of a sense of dread that they didn't know that they were living in. Maybe you're an optometrist and you literally give people the ability to see. (laughs) Whatever that is for you, you're meant to be doing it. Whatever it is that brings you the most joy and understanding and delight that is what you're meant to be walking toward. And I am on a journey of figuring out what that is for me. And I know from the bottom of my heart that it is rooted in healing. I create opportunities for healing all of the time in my intimate relationships, whether it's at work and pointing out where I see dysfunction, when it's creating experiences where people can gather and process their intergenerational trauma. That was actually the very first, the very first event that we had with Not Yet um, in New York City. It was an art and activism panel and bazaar where mostly queer and POC folks would gather together and we would do collage and we would talk about what it's like being, I mean, me, not personally, I'm not um, an immigrant, but lots of, you know, first generation, second generation folks talking about what that transition was to being in the United States and the sense of pride that they felt for realizing dreams for their families and also the burden of realizing dreams for generations past that have put a lot of pressure um, on them and what a definition of success can look like that doesn't really feel right. And every single one of the people that have attended our events, myself included, our staff, we're creators. We create the world that we want to live. We are artists, we're entrepreneurs, and I have been thinking about my own practice with my spirituality and it is really centered around creativity and building the life that is of our dreams whether that is prison abolition whether that is solving the climate crisis whether that is a living wage whether that is having homes for every single person on this earth you know these are big dreams and they can be reality when we frame them as such and the not yet community is 
a collective of thinkers and dreamers and creators who are doing that valuable historian and futurism work that we need in order to experience and reveal the beauty of this world, in order to reveal who we are when we're not triggered by sadness or anger or fear. Because who we are is what we do when we allow joy into our lives, not when we are terrified of what we could experience. And so in addition to the weekly podcast that Not Yet has, which will always be here and will always be free, we're also building the Not Yet digital community. If you're looking for a community of like-minded artists and entrepreneurs who are on their own spiritual journey, this is the experience for you. I started it trying to build out my own consistent spirituality practice because there's so much going on on the internet, on TV, all the ads that we see that there's never really a curated place where it's good vibes only, where it's just people trying to vibrate higher. And I wanted to create this experience for the other folks who are in the not yet community. So we'll have weekly live guided meditations and even recordings, or if you can't make the live seasonal visioning workshops so you can be intentional about what the life is that you want to be living and how to build out steps so that you can get there with that community of folks who are cheering you on. Things like affirmations and accountability checks and even recommendations and reviews of books and leadership, spirituality, and creativity. And all of this will be in tandem with access to a community of folks who are on their own spiritual journey. That is really the thing that is pushing this project forward. I have felt so isolated in my own entrepreneurial journeys, in my own spiritual journeys, where I feel like there is no one else going through this. And as I transition into this new version of myself or I try to level up, I feel so alone. And I I don't even know how to keep it consistent. I don't know how to grow more into myself because I feel like my past life (laughs) is pulling me back in a way because it feels uh, familiar. And it doesn't have to be that way. I know that for me, what has been the turning point when it comes to really blossoming into myself is having a community of folks around me who are cheering me on. And I'm so grateful to have friends and family who really see that light in me and are pushing me forward to go toward the light. (laughs) And I want to create an opportunity for other folks who may not have that built-in system to build it in for themselves and to curate it themselves and to contribute to it in a way that feels true to them. I know for me, my artistic practice is inherent in my spirituality. It is the way that I translate my hopes and dreams for the world into this realm. And I can't be alone in that. There's no way. Uh, I think that that resonates with you too, because that's why you're here. You're here for these conversations about joy for the conversations about opportunity, about creativity, about expansion, because you're abundant too. You are connected to the life that runs through this whole universe. And 
whether you're very religious or you're very new to spirituality, whether you refer to God or spirit or Allah or the universe or whomever, you are powerful. And the power of this universe is running through you right now. And just think about how dope it could be <laughs> if all of us just got together. It'd be like the most amazing group chat ever uh, with resources to help us stay aligned and to continue to grow into ourselves. This digital project is live right now on our website, notyetseries.com. So if you are inspired by this conversation, if it resonated with you, the process of coming into yourself more, and you really want to be surrounded by other folks who are doing that work, that inner work, that outer work, that joyful work, and creating the world around them that they really want to see, come check it out. I can't wait to meet a new side of you. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Not Yet. The podcast is hosted by me, Paige Polk, and produced by Paige Polk International. The show art is made by Elizabeth Olguin, and the music is by Elder. Don't forget to subscribe here. And if you want more of this love in your life, visit notyetseries.com to join the Not Yet Project and community. I'll see you next week.